everybody, and welcome to the Plug in America podcast. This is Sherry Boshert. I'm on the board of directors of Plug in America, and I'm also author of the book, Plug-in Hybrids, the Cars that Will Recharge America. I'd like to talk today about pollution, which is what got me into this field in the first place. In 1998, we were lucky enough to put solar panels on our home in the foggy part of San Francisco. They worked great. Even in the fog, you don't need heat, you just need light. And once we were making electricity from the sun, we started thinking, gee, what else can we plug in? So we got our first electric car. But I wanted to be sure that even people who didn't have solar panels would be doing something good for the environment if they drove a plug-in car compared to other cars. So I gathered every study that I could find on the issue. But let's back up a bit. How did all this come to be? If you saw the movie Who Killed the Electric Car, you know the story. If you haven't seen it, you've got to see the movie. It's for sale at pluginamerica.org and benefits the work that we're doing. Well, in 1990, General Motors unveiled a new electric car at the Los Angeles Auto Show. And the state clean air regulators, the California Air Resources Board, said to the automakers, gee, you can make a zero emission vehicle? Well, now you have to make a zero emission vehicle. Not just you, but all the car companies, if you want to do business in our state. They passed a law called the Zero Emission Vehicle Mandate, ZEV, Zero Emission Vehicle. And that began a 13-year battle in which the car companies made thousands of great electric cars while they fought the regulation and sued the state. And in 2003, they succeeded in watering down the clean air law, and they were allowed to take back all of those electric cars that they had leased instead of sold and destroy most of them. But Plug in America got formed and got active, and we saved more than a thousand electric cars that are still out there today, showing that this technology works and it's a good alternative as we try and deal with global warming and polluted skies. Today I drive a Toyota RAV4 EV, a compact SUV, one of the great electric cars made by Toyota during that era. I have 60,000 miles on it and I haven't been to a gas station in five years. I never want to go back. Well, when I gathered all the studies looking at pollution, it convinced me this is an option that consumers need to have, plugging in their cars. You can see a a synopsis, a summary actually, of all the studies that I found, you don't have to take my word for it, at pluginamerica.org. But let me just give you the highlights. When we looked at greenhouse gases, which is uh, particularly carbon dioxide, that's the main greenhouse gas produced by cars, what I found was that compared with the cleanest cars out there today, which are hybrids, plug-in hybrids, which is the same as a hybrid except more batteries and you can plug it in so it runs a little bit more on electricity, plug-in hybrids would reduce carbon dioxide emissions by 15% to 54% compared with today's hybrids. If you had an all-electric car, it would reduce greenhouse gases by 24% to 65% compared with today's hybrids, just about the cleanest cars out there. So that's a no-brainer. If we want to deal with global warming in our transit system, we need to start plugging in our vehicles. Now, one difference is with hydrogen fuel cell electric vehicles. Because you need so much more electricity to make the hydrogen, uh, you could potentially increase greenhouse gases uh, by 200 to 300%, some studies show. And what about other pollutants that cause smog and respiratory problems and acid rain? Well, same thing. 
There's a recent study by the Natural Resources Defense Council combined with the Electric Power Research Institute that showed that plug-in hybrids will decrease those pollutants as well as greenhouse gases. So it's a no-brainer. I encourage people too, if you haven't seen it, to read a report by the American Solar Energy Society. It's called Tackling Climate Change in the U.S. And it tells how we can deal with global warming, how we can deal with pollution. It's all doable today with today's technology. The one thing I'd ask you to do, if you want to support Plug in America in our efforts to get these cars, go to our website. Today is a key day, a key year in the effort for clean cars. Remember that ZEV mandate I told you about that the California Air Resources Board passed in 1990, the ZEV mandate, zero emissions vehicle? Well, they're revising it this year. We have a chance to get it right. They watered it down in 2003, but we can get them to do it right this year. So go to pluginamerica.org if you can. You'll find a postcard addressed to the California Air Resources Board Chair, Mary Nichols, or you can send one on your own to California Air Resources Board, P.O. Box 2815. That's P.O. Box 2815, Sacramento, California, zip code 95812. And let them know we want the car companies to give consumers the option of plugging in our cars. It's cleaner, it's cheaper, and it runs on a domestic fuel, electricity. So plug in, America. This edition of the Plug in America podcast was produced by Sherry Boshert and edited by Joseph Puentes, with music composed by Red Bennett. The Plug in America podcast is supported by listeners like you. For more information, go to pluginamerica.org or email us at podcast at pluginamerica.org.